Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity may contain explicit and questionable content. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual podcaster Rebecca Adams and are not based on the advice of a licensed therapist, psychologist, or psychiatrist. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Human lives follow many paths, presenting twists and turns and choices never planned, never expected. Temptation, anger, depression, and loneliness all can lead a person to a mistake they can't take back. Facing judgment and isolation, a person can feel very alone. These are the voices of women who have chosen to cheat on their spouses or partners. Hear their stories. This is Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity's Midweek Ponder, episode number 12. Um, Today, I've got a couple of different things we're going to talk about. And uh, first of all, as I have shared with you guys in the past, I have started doing audiobooks, and I have actually worked with two authors. Um, One of them I have recorded two books for, and they have not yet been released, and I've actually done it under my real name, not Rebecca Adams, because if, if you guys have been listening since the beginning, you guys know my real name is not Rebecca Adams. I do it for anonymity on this podcast. So um, those are still in uh, what they call quality control. And then I've been working with another author, and I'm just preparing to start the fourth book with him. And I think I've mentioned uh, something on social media or, excuse me, on the podcast itself um, about it. And so he is considered an erotic writer. His name is Ricardo Gianco, uh, but he also goes by the name Henry Blackhawk. So if you have seen him on social media or seen any of his books, you know, definitely check it out. Um, he started having me record his material earlier this in the spring, and it's, it's a really neat um, way that he writes. These books that I'm reading all have a kind of a connection and uh, they are they're very interesting and how I guess I would put it would be that all of these stories kind of live within each other in different dimensions um, and all the characters come through they are different people but they all represent the same people or beings um, so it's kind of like multi-dimensional you know this person represents this person in this part of the story, but the next book, it's represented as somebody else. And you can you can figure it out as you read it. It's it's pretty neat. Um, but but bottom line, kind of what the story revolves around um, is a woman named Lily, and she had made some poor choices. Um, she was working in a hospital, and she took advantage of a man who had been injured in an accident. Um, so he was disabled, but she basically sexually, you know, took advantage of him, uh, molested him, and uh, she ended up getting pregnant from it. Um, Ultimately, she ends up regretting everything that she did and having to go through a lot of psychological help and and all of that. Um, She ends up dying, and she is actually presented to God. And her and several other characters are talking with God, or as they say, Dr. God, And she 
was allowed to go into heaven because she was forgiven. She was given forgiveness from God because she knew what she had done was wrong. She was able to own up to her mistakes. And by doing that and being open and honest and not in denial and being able to say, I made a mistake, I messed up, I wish I hadn't done this. You know, it, it, they always say the truth will set you free. And in this case, it did. It freed her from being in a sense of purgatory to being able to go to heaven. Um, but there are different layers to these books. Um, and I'm actually going to play a sample for you of the audio that is on Amazon Audible that you would hear if you were to check it out. And hopefully soon the rest of these books will be uh, released soon. But this is just one in a series of, I believe, uh, five stories that revolve around um, these specific characters. Some of the characters uh, in these stories that you'll hear a lot about is a woman named Lucia, a woman named Lily, a man named Paul, and a clown named Starbuck. Tears fall down the clown's cheeks. That was all he could record. His species is dead. The next morning, a pink snout nudges the Coca-Cola bottle. The bottle tumbles into a trough full of animal feed as a piglet greedily devours food. The clown then activates a translator. Please stop, says the clown. You're knocking my spaceship around. The clown moves his spaceship to a safer spot. Who the hell are you? The piglet jokes with curious intent. I'm a clown from another planet. Can you take me to your leader? Starbuck crawls out of his Coca-Cola bottle. I don't know no leader, sir. I'm just a piglet. What is a piglet? Are you the dominant species of this planet? I'm no species. I'm the youngest pig on this farm. So, I've landed on a farm. Then of course you don't know who the world leader is if you are livestock. My world is this farm. The leader, I guess, is George the farmer. Very well. I don't think I need the world leader anyway. In fact, I need to work in secret. But Farmer George may be useful to me because I need parts to modify and repair my spaceship. Can you please take me to George the farmer? He's over there, the piglet points to the tree. The clown knows that the tree is not the farmer. The pig is stupid. A snort comes from another direction, and the clown sees a tall white mammal with four legs. Greetings, are you George the farmer? Idiot, I am just a horse. George is on my back. So there you go. There is a sample of what you can hear. And of course, I'm playing different vo voices on that one. But um, most of the books, you know, they're all just all interesting. They're just really interesting. And I love how they um, really fall into one another. And you can, they just you can relate and understand each character to another part of the book. So um, when I was talking with Ricardo, he there was a few things that he wanted to, you know, want people to understand about his story. He explains his books as what's called an eternity ring story. And so what he refers to is throughout the saga, God lets the dreamer love the dream. But what God ultimately wants is the dream for himself because God gave himself suffering. And no one wants to give God anything because everyone suffered as slaves, including God. 
And like I said, they all kind of fall into each other, different layers. And hopefully I'll get to do a few more with him. He has a couple more books. Um, he's been, I've learned a lot. He's was the very first author that I ever worked with. And so there's always a lot of um, trial and error when you're learning how to do something new as far as interacting with a person in, you know, a contract situation like this, working through what we call ACX, which is a website owned by Amazon that leads things towards Audible. It puts us all in touch with each other and it can um it's been it's been real interesting and he wanted me to point out that when he was searching for a narrator and producer for his books that he really couldn't find anyone to suit him and that i was the only one versatile and trusting enough um and so and he you know he invests a lot into these books authors do and you know i've had a previous author on here you know they it's blood, sweat, and tears and a lot of money that goes into making these. And then to take to the next level for audio, he actually had a song um, custom written for um, his books. And it's on two of the books that I've done so far. We've put it in, and he paid a lot of money on that one, too. So hopefully my listeners would be interested in checking it out and um, helping him out and and it helps me out too so yeah it's a great it's a really neat fun thing that I've been doing I will post a link on my episode notes to the audible account file where you can purchase this particular audiobook that you heard a sample of but then you can follow him as well and so when the other books are released you could check it out I will also uh, when I am putting up um my little notes on social media about upcoming episodes, I will also include it there so that people can have an opportunity to just click on it from my Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And uh, then that way, it's just easy for you guys to be able to check it out. So now I'm going to switch gears here. Um, now that I'm done talking about me and Ricardo, the author, again, his name is Ricardo Gianco or Henry Blackhawk. He's put out both under or books under both. So um, check him out. He's on Facebook. And, uh, you know, let him know that you guys are interested in listening. So today's topic, what I put out on social media, and I don't know if I put it on my personal page, but I did put it on some groups. And it said for my midweek ponder subject, I hear people say their spouse or partner is bad in bed. What is your opinion of a lousy lover? So I have a few little short posts that people had shared, and then I have a long story from a man's point of view, and so I will read that one. So this episode might go a little bit longer than usual. So this is what was said from a woman, ditch them, you can't really be all the way happy if they aren't satisfying you. A man said, satisfaction matters a lot. A woman said, that's what words are for. Open your mouth and teach them how to please you. See, and that's a good one. Um, and a gentleman wrote, no foreplay. He obviously likes a lot of foreplay. Um, another lady said, you're married for years and no sex, question mark. And so I'm not real sure um, if she's referring to, you've been married for a long time, there's no sex, and that equates to being lousy in bed. So this story that I received, and he sent it uh, through Facebook Messenger, it was somebody who was really interested, had seen my posts, and we started chatting on Facebook. And um, 
He has quite a story of his own infidelity that actually I want to share on the podcast. So I'm working with him on when we can get that information because it is quite intense. Um, Like I said, it's of his own infidelity, and I'm just blown away by his story. So hopefully I'll have that for you guys at some point in time. And if I get it done, it'll probably release later this fall. Okay, so he wrote... Okay, so there is a lot of things that can make somebody bad in bed, but there are also some major ones. Being insecure is one of the worst. Worrying about a fat belly or saggy boobs or anything like that. It's a huge turnoff. Men like confident women. You don't have to have the best body in the world either, but be proud of what you have. Being passionate, that's something usually that I found either you're born with or you're not. A person who is not real passionate is going to have a very tough time keeping their spouse happy. I happen to be extremely passionate. Women enjoy that. Having foreplay. Foreplay is one of the things that can enhance an orgasm for sure for a man. Even if all of the foreplay is performed on the woman, the man still will appreciate this. Find out where your man likes to be kissed, maybe his neck, ear, or lips, or do it passionately. Maybe he meant and do it passionately. I don't know. Setting the day up in advance. I'm speaking for a man. If you started first thing in the morning while he was at work and you sent him a nude photo or even let him know that you're wanting sex tonight, it's something that will build inside of him all day. It works very well. And I must agree with that because I will do that from time to time with my husband. (laughs) And yeah, he's ready when he gets home if I happen to be home. (laughs) Um, Okay, for a female, making sure that it doesn't smell terrible. It can have a smell. Every woman smells differently. Usually a man will get used to your smell, but it can't be stinking, lol. I don't know how women take care of this, but huge turn off if it's out of control. I like to, I happen to like there to be a smell, just not a terrible or super strong Mm. Letting your man decide what your pubic hair will be like, shaved, trimmed, the shape, this gives him the feeling that it belongs to him. It also lets him know that you care about his preferences. For some of the physical things, the best lovers are the most open. They're up for anything. They keep it exciting. They mix it up. And on a special occasion, lets you do special things. Very little of it, honestly, is any of the movements. Yeah, and most of the movements are strictly visual to man, as long as it's going in and out and it feels good to a man. Hmm. Be willing to talk about fantasies. Nothing will drive a man more crazy than coming up with a wild fantasy and whispering in his ear while you fuck him. Another really fun thing for a man is mutual masturbation while you're whispering a fantasy in his ear. You will drive him fucking crazy. The favor can be returned the next time or take turns telling the story. Be willing to try anything. Even if you don't like it, at least be willing to try. And at least let him know that you want him to be happy. My ex was terrible at all of these. Plus, she couldn't give head to save her life. You don't have to give the best head on earth, but I think there's not many men who don't like to have their dicks sucked for at least a few seconds before you put it inside of yourself. The trick of a good blowjob is lots and lots of spit combined with the use of your hand. I think special occasions should involve at least letting him come in your mouth and maybe his birthday or anniversary. Even if you don't swallow, he would really appreciate it. 
guys really think a lot of it when you let him lay back and he doesn't have to do anything and you give him oral until he orgasms. I don't think any woman should do this very often, but a few seconds before sex absolutely every time. Moaning, even if you don't need to or is uncontrolled, moaning and heavy breathing is such a tr- it's such a huge turn on to a man. Again, more of a mental thing. As you guys can see, I'm stumbling over this. This is some pretty direct detailed information. Whoosh. I was with my ex for a very long time, and at the end of our marriage, sex turned into a job, and I hated it. 95% of the way men have orgasms is visual and or mental. Very, very small percentage is feeling. For instance, if you're on top, try to look sexy. Maybe even touch yourself or give some facial expressions that let him know that you're enjoying it. Don't ever have sex with the lights off. You've got to keep it fresh and fun. The same positions, the same ritual over and over makes you a bad lover. If you have many of the things mentioned above, chances are you're terrible in bed. (laughs) Problem with my ex is I just don't think she was born a sexual person. I laugh at my ex-business partner now because I know how terrible she is. She's beautiful, I'll give her that, but she's one of the worst in bed I've been with. Get some good toys, some good lube, and always have clean sheets before sex. I've covered a lot, and there's probably more, if I think about it. But if I move on to my second wife, it was the exact opposite. I asked her when we met to just keep an open mind. I showed her a whole new world. She had never done anal or threesomes, had never done much with fantasies or role-playing. We did have some amazing sex. I went from one of the worst lovers I have ever had to one of the best. Being open to anything makes a great lover. I left out one thing, LOL. Learn to get good at anal. It is a process. It really is to do it without any pain. I'm sure you know all about it. I don't really dare ask you personal questions like that. Why, thank you. I appreciate that because I probably wouldn't answer. (laughs) Oh my God, I'm totally all red over here. Trust me, women like it even more. I've seen women almost lose consciousness from anal combined with a dildo and a vibrator. My ex used to try to describe it, but she used to claim there were no words. Almost like an outer body experience. Regular orgasm times 10. And so that is the part that really turned a man on. It's the part of watching her feel good. If you're not enjoying sex, your man definitely is not going to enjoy sex. It's in the man's mind to please you. That's what will help get him off, hence moaning, moving your body, breathing heavily. If you want to make him come quick and you're in a hurry, do these things, lol. These are all just my own opinion. I hope you do realize this, just experiences that I have had. Anal is definitely a sense of power to a man, a sense of control, a sense of a woman giving herself completely. It's huge to a man. Well... What did y'all think of that one? (laughs) Pretty detailed, like I said. Woo! Um, Yeah, so it was nice of him to submit his thoughts from a man's point of view about what would make a bad lover in bed. Um, And, you know, maybe, you know, saying this will help women understand a little bit more about what goes through a guy's mind. Because as women, we have 10 million things running through our mind all the time. Men are usually just one channel. And they're just 
thinking about something and us women might think, oh my God, what's on his mind? He's not talking to me. He's mad at me when really he's probably thinking about something that is totally irrelevant to us. It has something to do with something. What is that? There was like this ad about this woman being afraid and her husband was actually, her boyfriend was thinking about something that went wrong on his motorcycle. I mean, it's just so different men and women. You remember those old books of men are from Venus and I mean, women are from Venus and men are from Mars. Those, yeah, we are totally different creatures. Absolutely. So thank you again for sending that in. And thank you for tuning in to another episode. And if you get a chance, check out the books um, that I have been recording. And again, the author's name for the ones that I'm recording is Ricardo Gianco. And I will actually type that out and it'll be, like I said, out so you can understand how to uh, find him with the spelling of his last name. And um, hope you guys enjoy that. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, if you are a female and you have been unfaithful to your spouse or partner and you would like to submit your story, they're never too long, never too short. Email me. I can send you a story guide that can help form the story for the podcast. Um, if you're a man whose girl, girlfriend, wife, partner uh, stepped out on the relationship, Write out that story and send it to me. Same thing. I have a story guide for you. And even if you are a man who cheated and you are feeling severe remorse about why you stepped out on the relationship, I want to hear from you as well. If you've been the other man, if you've been the other woman, I mean, there's so many different topics that we can talk about and topics such as like we did today for Midweek Ponder. Let's bring things out that a lot of people might be curious about. Um, of course, the main reason was, you know, I want to get people's take on infidelity, but have opened up a little bit more to talking about these taboo topics and uh, what happens because it's a lot of it is related. I mean, bad in bed might lead a person to feel like, they need to find somebody else. Not using that as an excuse. I always say I don't condone this, but I don't judge either. I'm just saying it how I'm learning it from others as far as what they've gone through in their experiences. So that is where we're going to end today. Again, my email is rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com. Also visit my website at Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity.com. You can email me directly from there. You can listen to episodes, the regular episodes um, there as well. And if you're interested in becoming a subscriber on Patreon, you can actually um, sign up there. It is a $3 a month pledge plus tax, and that gives you access to bonus episodes that you won't hear on the regular podcast, and it gives you access to earlier our earlier released episodes so two full days earlier plus my outtakes sometimes I put on my bloopers and yeah it's real interesting so thanks again you guys stay happy stay healthy just love one another and always remember at least from me no judgment goodbye goodbye